uncomfortably queasy. <laughs> Weekend memories of my mom's Kraft mac and cheese don't fill me with comforting ease. For some reason, the mere image of a half-eaten bowl in the sink gives me imminent deathly chills inside. Like the time I started pissing on myself after snorting crystal meth prior, thinking it was just exceptionally pure uncut cocaine. Because after only one line, five hours later, I kept pronouncing out loud to myself, This shit is great! Like a coked out Tony the Tiger used to bag coke, which tastes like chalky Ajax. In my mom's defense, she worked full-time as a loan officer for J.P. Morgan in Manhattan, so I can't blame her for mailing it in on Saturdays by throwing together some Kraft mac and cheese, knowing my dad's half-ass, surly, unsalted, sickly-looking, off-yellow scrambled eggs made before basketball practice on Saturdays, weren't filling me with unconditional lovely cheer either. Again, I can't totally shit on my parents' half-hearted weekend creations in the kitchen throughout the 80s and early 90s because brunch wasn't a thing yet, nor was any craft put into making mac and cheese from scratch yet, using a plethora of fancy foreign Overpriced cheeses, such as specks of imported parm, always sultry, silky smooth Italian fontina, or rind-free French brie. Lobster mac and cheese wasn't conceived yet by some fabulous brunch visionary hotspot restaurant owner in West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard, who longed for something dreamier to sink his teeth into at noon on a Saturday hungover, basking in the gorgeous L.A. patio sun after being burnt out on being reared on Fried egg topped cheeseburgers from Fat Burger and Van Nuys as a kid who shared less in common with Adam Carolla growing up than the wheatgrass bartender slash aspiring bicycle short designer for Jamba Juice. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> so, for Super Bowl Sunday this year, this old G decided to make my own Mac Daddy version of mac and cheese to make my three kosherian kids yell with unmatched glee. Party time! Excellent! I feel the funk! Not, who's that black chick with Austin Powers in that commercial, Daddy? <laughs> is she a mini-me mini version of Queen Latifah? I don't get it. What Gen X dads understand? Ah, thank you very much! My plan of attack was to create a Mac Daddy and cheese that wasn't too cheesy. Like the fan of the opera halftime show. Because nothing screams halftime entertainment more than a bunch of jilted, creepy-looking dancers in masks putting on a Zero Thrills production of Fan of the Opera meets Friday the 13th during the year of COVID-19, which is unmask all the propagandists in the media who prop up fake news working-class heroes such as Bruce Springsteen, who blames his manager for never paying taxes till he got on the cover of Time Magazine after Born to Run blew up, but I digress. Bruce pretended he was on acid to avoid being drafted in the Vietnam War, yelling, War! War! What's it good for? Besides fodder for my upcoming Born in the USA album about my fake news brother who dies in Vietnam, does your office look like Salvador Dali took a giant kaleidoscope shit on your desk? And why does Uncle Sam 
keep pointing at me. It's not my fault Sandy is a miserable, knocked-up diner waitress who was born to cry in the dark and die alone in the Swamp Thing State. Ah, thank you very much! Still, the Super Bowl is an American tradition, so I base my Mac Daddy and Cheese Dish around the East Coast standard, always unifying, pretentious-free, yellow, land-of-lakes American cheese. Understand, my wife openly detests American cheese because she's a more evolved hick who grew up in the hinterlands of Brisbane, Australia, who grew up playing with mud in the yard, knowing she only grew up with two TV stations in the outback, and if you've seen one episode of Astro Boy, you've seen them all. So making my star standalone dish for Super Bowl Sunday based on yellow Land Lakes American cheese required some love of American-made balls, knowing what potential, all-knowing resistor fury lurked in the nearby distance as Tom Brady continued the greatest winning streak in life ever recorded, which helps when you're reunited with the always reliable Gronk as your go-to money-in-the-bank tight friend. Can I get a holla? For preaching the gospel a long time, and congrats for sustained excellence that Brady and Gronk personify forevermore. Holla! Thank you very much! At the same time, I didn't want the American cheese to be the sole attraction, similar to The weekend. Surrounding himself with the most unattractive, peaceful protesters against the savagery of self-esteem enhancing plastic surgery within the sunshine scurrying state. Allah, thank you very much. My kids love broccoli like myself. Assuming you make it with love. De-stem all the florets, blanch them in a bucket of ice water. You'd pour in Bill Parcells if it was made of Gatorade back in the day before you sauteed them in butter, high-end olive oil, sliced shallots, and peeled up bits of garlic to ensure the gorgeous flowers of green match the intensity of hop-forward wonderfulness of my pounded 90-minute dogfish IPA that I had pounded prior, which took me only nine minutes or less to finish my second. Holla! Thank you very much! <laughs> I used pasta macaroni shells from some Italian pasta maker, which cost three bucks max, in addition to making a basic Bechamel, including butter, flour, milk, and spicy brown mustard, to help the green goddess of goodness stick together with the torn up bits of American cheese and olive oil, Massage Mac Daddy shells, which look like glistening tubes of inhalatory perfection. The only complaint I received was Daddy using a tad too much fresh ground pepper to spice things up. Beyond memories of box Kraft Mac and Cheese, which are too uncomfortably queasy to replicate for the mere ease of convenience sake, I'm not going to call my Mac Daddy and Cheese the Tom Brady of Mac and Cheese, although my four-year-old son continuing to polish off his bowl with relish glee even after his mac and cheese cooled is still sustained excellence in my book too. This is the Do It All Dad Your Podcast. Dad-friendly entertainment for you and me. What Gen X dads understand. Controlling our kids to comedy can make our kids great again. My three beautiful, angelic, beamish, fuss-free kids 99.9% of the time are living proof of it. My book, The Cochetarian Comedian, is coming together beautifully, and I want to thank all of my fans for your continued support and interest in me developing the funniest book Anthony Bourdain wish he could have written in his lifetime. 
because the coach is tearing comedian is bound for glory. And I'll talk to you guys soon.